Welcome to Justice vs. Vengeance, where we battle out your favorite comic book heroes and villains. I am Robbie Gaddis, here with my awesome co-host, Caleb West. What's up? Today is Monday, which means it's Origin Day, where we take a deep dive on these incredible characters and tell you everything that motivates them to do what they do. How are you feeling, Caleb? Pretty good, man. Pretty dang good, because this is a nostalgic episode. Very nostalgic. Because your favorite Green Lantern of all time, as we all know... Is Alan Scott. I didn't say he was my favorite. As we all know, it's Alan Scott. No. And mine is Hal Jordan, but you have Jon Stewart, so I guess he'll do. My favorite Green Lantern is Jon Stewart. For real? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I love Jon Stewart. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. You have an action figure of Jon Stewart. Did you ever? Yeah, I did. I had an action figure of all the Green Lanterns. Which one did you have first? Alan Scott. Which one did you love the, mo- the most? John Stewart. Bull! <laughs> Come on, dude. Talk about your Alan Scott action figure and how much you loved it. I remember, so, when I was younger, one of my, my older brother took us to Walmart and we had some money to spend because we got it for like Christmas. And I saw this Alan Scott figure. You there was a, Christmas no, money on it. No, listen. There was a like big pack that had all of them in it. But he wouldn't let me do that because he's like, we might be going somewhere else first or after this. So you might not want to spend all your money. So I settled with the Alan Scott figure. <laughs> that was the only other one there. And then we went to GameStop and I spent a lot more money. <laughs> but I loved Alan Scott. I like the way he looked. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't either. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, do you want, would you like to tell me about John Stewart or do you want me to knock Alan Scott out? It's up to you. With a piece of wood. Um, I would love that, but it's up to you. What do you what you pick? You pick. Okay, I'll do. I'll go first. Okay, okay, okay. So John Stewart obviously is a Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. His first appearance was in Green Lantern Volume Two of December of nineteen seventy one. A little younger than my boy Alan Scott. A little younger. Got a little less tenure. Mm-hmm. John was born in Detroit, Michigan, with most of his life being embedded with poverty and run-ins with the. His mother was his light in the darkness, however, being a community organizer, inspiring him to always try to make the world a better place. That's wonderful. But to continue a sad story, he also had a younger sister named Eleanor who died when they were children. When John finished high school, he joined the Marine Corps, deciding it was time he left home and also leaving the tragedy. Of course, his mother had an aneurysm when she found this out, thinking he would contribute to the American industrial complex. Can't have it. John thought this was the best way to pay for his college and make him better for it. That's you know, I've asked uh, I've asked a lot of people why they why they ended up joining the military, mm-hmm. and they all say that they're all like not all of them, but the majority of people say that it's it was it's a good decision for them to get their college paid for. And I'm like, what about like supporting your country? And they're like, oh yeah, that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? In the Marine Corps, John did John Stewart say that? Yeah. Okay. John excelled in his full combat training and was proven to be an exceptional marksman. He did one tour in the Middle East and then and, qui- and, and then and quickly rose to sergeant being deployed to a storm-stricken Gotham City to help evacuate civilians taking refuge in seaside in a seaside coliseum. What a good man. Good man, John Stewart. The building wasn't built to withstand a storm to that scale. And John's team found themselves facing off against none other than Anarchy, Oof. who was causing chaos between the evacuees. Lieutenant Tasker 
John's commanding officer who was willing to kill American citizens because of these brass actions, John was forced to break rank and defuse the conflict and swayed the crowd. John took back control from anarchy and kept the peace between them. The lieutenant confronted John for his insubordination, which ended in a physical altercation. Like a fist fight? Yeah. For laying hands on a superior officer, he was court-martialed, but thanks to his heroics at the Coliseum, he was honorably discharged. John wanted to build a better world, so he moved to California to study architecture in San Diego. He, of course, earned his degree and was hired right out of the gate. I'd hire him. So, military did help him in college. I was going to ask. That was going to be on the test. He was hired to oversee a project for Ferris Air. But however, since John was very young, since John was a very young, what, I wrote Robbie, that twice. Robbie, on, what has happened? I wrote that twice <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> you read it twice I literally, in two different ways. I, I literally wrote, but however, since John was very young, that since John was very young, <laughs> he was being monitored by the Guardians of the Galaxy. Thinking, what? Yeah, thinking he could be a perfect member of the Corps. They call them the Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> Not the Guardians <laughs> of the Universe? <laughs> yeah, the Guardians. Peter Quill and Drax? God, the, Rocket Raccoon? The Guardians of the Universe. Thinking he could be I a perfect member of the core. The Guardians of the Galaxy, you said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Go ahead. So like anyone, they sent a manhunter to the Ferris Air Facility to test him. That doesn't make sense. He immediately jumped into action to fight the Manhunter. With his bravery towards the enemy, he earned the famous, the famous one and only Green Lantern ring. He very quickly mastered the ring and defeated the Manhunter. John was taken to Oa, where he met the Guardians face-to-face what Guardians? of the universe, oh, okay. who applauded him for his desire for peace and his ability and will to fight for it. The Guardians feared that if he had a cause, he would even go against the Guardians, so they vowed that never reveal to John that they sent the Manhunter to Earth. Kind of messed up. That's pretty much... Keeping him in the dark on that one. Yeah. But, um... And that's John Stewart. That's John Stewart. That's, uh... I didn't. I didn't realize that John Stewart was going to intertwine with the, in the Marvel of the universe. Galaxy. That was crazy. Yeah, crazy. Now, if you want to hear, if you want to hear a good origin story, can I finish? I'm going to tell you one about Alan. Scott. Can I finish? Momentarily, I forgot. Okay, so John Stewart's villains are very similar to Hal Jordan's. Mm-hmm. They have Sinestro, Atrocitus, Lafreeze, Lafleeze. <laughs> The Black Hand. You remember that? Yeah. (laughs) The Black Hand and Necron. I got comic book recommendations. Okay. First one being the Green Lantern Mosaic. Mosaic. John becomes the first mortal guardian of Oa. Oh, wow. Which is really cool. That's very cool. And we also have Cosmic Odyssey. John's pride gets the best of him. John and Martian Manhunter travel to Xanshi... Pursuing an avatar of the anti-life equation, John goes in alone and tells Martian Manhunter he doesn't need his help, resulting in the planet's destruction. In the blackest night, John is mourning the life of the planet he destroyed and watches Black Lantern rings resurrect the dead. Now, let me ask you a question. Yep. Do you prefer bald John Stewart 
or Jon Stewart with that crispy hairline. So in the original, when he first came, like, came out, he had an afro. I like that one. Did he have a crispy lineup to go with the afro? You know, it's very apparent that you're a barber. <laughs> did he have a... Did you have, yeah, it was good. It was okay, good. Okay. Well, I like the low. I like the low cut with the crispy lineup. Yep. Not not the bald. Not the bald John Stewart. I mean, I'll I like that. the one in um the uh, Justice League. Yep. Yep. That one's good. So that's another recommendation I have: the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, mm-hmm. the cartoon animated series. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's very good. I, I grew up on that. Like that's the one. That's the Green Lantern I grew up on. I didn't know. I didn't know who I, Hal Jordan was I didn't until either. I think Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That sounds. Yeah. Stupid, but no, seriously. Like I, I'm kind of with you on that. Like Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Um, Justice League, he had hair and a crispy lineup, and then um, in the in the Justice League Unlimited, he was bald. Yep. I preferred him. I like the original. You know, you know how I preferred him. Yep. Should I so, say it again? We're gonna talk about his outfit. <laughs> and what do you mean we're gonna talk about his outfit? <laughs> he wears the same thing. Yeah, but it's really cool because I like. There's some iterations of it. That have the glowing like lantern symbol like above the suit. I think that is pretty cool. I really like that. Yep. And then if you look above that, crispy lineup. So we're gonna talk about some fun facts for John Stewart. Okay. He uh, obviously he was the first human guardian, which is wild. He's never had a secret identity. Hey, I never. Yeah, he doesn't a mask wear a mask or, or anything. Why? He just rolls around like I'm John Stewart. I'm John Stewart. Yep. Isn't that cool? He helped build the JLA Watchtower and the Hall of Justice, mm-hmm. coming from his architectural background. That's very cool. That helps with his constructs, I bet, as well. That's my next point. John <laughs> John's constructs are the most intricate of any lantern because of his architectural background. John didn't see that one coming. John's actions on Xanshi, when he was the reason the planet was destroyed... The princess of the planet was off-world, so when she came back and realized that a lantern was the real, was the real, was the reason the planet exploded, she started hunting them until she was defeated by Kyle Kyle Rayner, killing a lot of Green Lanterns. Yeah. But she was defeated by Kyle Rayner. I'm not a fan of Kyle Rayner. The only thing I know about Kyle Rayner is his wife, or his girlfriend, was um, pushed into a freezer and ki- or a refrigerator and killed, like stuffed in one. Oof. Yep. What about Guy Gardner? You like Guy Gardner? I hate Guy Gardner. Really? Hate it. You know that. Really? Let's talk about it. Why? <laughs> I don't like his haircut. Is that fair? Yeah. <laughs> he does not have a crispy lineup. I'll tell you that. He has a crispy bowl cut. Yeah. So a few powers before I let it go to you is he's got. Of course, his Green Lantern ring got the constructs, the willpower, yes, all the good stuff there. Yes, he has size alteration. He's displayed the ability to grow to gigantic size, which is odd. But yeah, I did not know that. John, he has reality alteration. John undid all the damage done to Oa, creating a new central power battery and displayed the ability to recreate lost objects like the ring that Abin Sir gave to Hal Jordan. That's pretty wild. Kind of impressive. That is impressive. Of course, he can fight. He's good. Since he was in the military, he's got good hand-to-hand combat. Yep. He can fly. 
He has invulnerability. John survived a prolonged point-blank blast from Darkseid's soul cannon, a weapon capable of easily killing Owens and new gods alike. Lonar furtherly claimed that John is almost impossible to physically harm. Isn't that cool? It's pretty cool. But that's all I got for him right now. We'll talk about the rest in the battle. Would you like to talk about Alan Scott? Let's sir. talk about Alan Scott. Let me talk about his snazzy red jumpsuit. Yeah. And I'll his, start um, there. And his, and his weatherman cloak. blonde hair. And his cloak. And his cloak. That's purple-ish. Ish. It's kind of green. Greenish purple. Which is disgusting looking, but... It's good. It's good. So, Alan Scott's Green Lantern has a fascinating origin story. I'm going to take you on a ride. In the 40s? This is fascinating. In the 40s? When was his first appearance? origin story that, do, that dates back to the golden age of comics. Alan Scott made his first appearance in All-American Comics number 16 in July. Of 1943. Of 1940. Oh. <laughs> in the original story, Alan Scott was a young engineer working on a railroad construction project. One night, a, mis- a mysterious... That's where he got his lantern. A mysterious <laughs> green meteor crashed near hit near the tracks, intrigued by the unusual radiation it emitted. Alan took a piece of the meteor and crafted it into a powerful green lantern. Like an actual lantern. Two mm-hmm. C. Yep. Unbeknownst to him. The lantern was actually forged from the mythical green flame of a mystical entity called the Starheart. One faithful night, as Alan was working on the railway, a terrible accident occurred. The train was was uh, that he was on was taken off the tracks and crashed. Oh, miraculously, Alan survived the crash. Thanks to the mystical properties of the lantern he was carrying. He discovered that the green flame within the lantern granted him incredible powers, including the ability to create constructs from his willpower, invulnerability, and flight. Guided by a mysterious voice from the lantern, Alan Scott decided to use his newfound powers for good, adopting the identity of the Green Lantern. Unlike later Green Lantern, his his powers were not based on the Guardians of the Universe or Galaxy <laughs> or the Green Lantern Corps, but rather the magic of the Starheart. So, okay, so before you go, yep. or before you keep going, yep. I have a question yep. that I've been thinking about. Yep. Not necessarily fully to do with Alan Scott. Okay. So if you look back to the Golden Age, mm-hmm. why did everyone look so goofy? And how did it how did it change? Like, how did they were like, hey, we don't want this anymore. We want these more sleek suits and more, you know what I'm saying? Science fiction. So, with... Was it just the... Um, with the end of, like, World War II. Everyone wants science fiction instead yeah, of everybody, superheroes. Before that, it was more like, um, it was like superheroes. And then a lot of the comic book companies were making, I think I told you this, they were making like more like Western cowboyish yeah. comics. Um, they they. They liked um, hand-to-hand combat. So, like, if you, even if you think of like early Captain America, 
mm-hmm. stories. You know, the one where he's literally punching Adolf Hitler in the face. Yeah. Um, they liked hand-to-hand combat. and But no, what I'm getting at is like, you know, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking no, about the suits. No, but then it's like they, they I guess when they made the change from Back that to style. Yeah, to like a science fiction-y. They, I guess they just revamped everything. It was like, okay, for these science fiction suits, like obviously, well, not obviously, but if you look at Alan Scott and are like, if you were to tell me like, this guy gets his willpower and his ring and all his powers and all that stuff from the Guardians of the Universe. You'd be like, no, he don't. He's wearing a cloak. Yeah. He's magic. <clears throat> but if you look at like Hal Jordan or John Stewart, it's, it's sleeker. I think it just fits. Yeah, and if you look, I mean, I don't, about, know, like, I don't know why they decided even like that. Superman and Batman. Think about Batman in his first appearance. He had, <laughs> he had purple gloves. He used guns. He looked like the Undertaker. He looked like the Undertaker, <laughs> and his um, ears were like floppy. Yeah, they were. They were not. They weren't straight. They were not aesthetically pleasing. No. No. And now look at him now. Very sleek. Very, Very sleek. Cool. Even Superman. Superman. Even Superman. Um, Superman. John Stewart. They like the, the Flash. They like that strong man. Oh my gosh, the Flash. Like Jay Garrick's Flash was not very good. He said, "I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take my dog's food out of its bowl, put this on my head, and put I'm a little lightning bolt as, on it. Run as fast as I can. <laughs> I'm gonna run as fast as I can. Um, so." Um, throughout the golden age of comics, um, Alan Scott fought against various villains and foes, serving as a founding member of the Justice Society of America, um, which was, you know, I think was the first. I think it was team, right? Well, did the Wonder Twins become before that? I'm not sure. <laughs> Captain Planet. Captain Planet. Probably. Voltron. Transformers. Robots in disguise. Okay, carry on. <laughs> I'm running out of superhero uh, teams in my head that could have been that old. <laughs> I don't think the Transformers were that so, old. So, um, Alan Scott's core attributes and heroic and noble figures have kind of remained constant. So, even though he's kind of had some like revamps along the way as far as like um, like integrating him into the larger DC universe and the multiverse, you know, him, him and like him and Hal Jordan have met. I don't know, like, mm. a specific comic to, like, reference for that, but right. they have met. Just well, like, I've seen, like, I don't know if this is an alternate universe or a, like, revamp or anything, but there's an Alan Scott that doesn't have the goofy outfit. It has He has, like, an actual Green Lantern outfit. Is it red? No, it's green. It's a legit... Yeah, it's dr- like a legit... A core. Yeah. Really? I haven't seen that. I don't know where it's from, but I've yeah. seen it yeah. somewhere. Huh. That'd be cool to see. It was Alan Scott was trying to fight Darkseid. That's where I seen it. Jeez, that'd and be cool. Alan Scott was like, I have the all the like powers. I have the Star Heart, the whole multiverse on me, and I can't beat him. Right. Yep. So, enemies. Who do you think his number one enemy is? The lumber mill. <laughs> no. Can we talk about that? No. Can I talk about it? No. Well, later. Okay. What What do you got right now, though? Um. Hal Jordan. Solomon Grundy. Um, Are you serious? I swear, yep. That's Solomon Grundy is, is mainly a an Alan Scott um villain. I always thought he was like a Batman villain, right? Um, Vandal Savage. Really? And the Sportsmaster oh, okay. who knocked him that out with a wooden bat. That sucks. I love it. Um, comic book recommendations. 
Do you Green have Lantern, any? Yeah, Green Lantern, uh, a celebration of 80 years. <laughs> oh, okay. Just, he's in it. He's featured. Alan Scott um, is 80 years old. Um, All-Star years Comics, old. the 1940s run that, you know, um, shows him as a founding member of the Justice Society of America um, and early adventures. Green Lantern, the power of... Um, <laughs> The Power of Ion. This storyline explores Alan Scott's connection to the mystical and star heart and ion energy. Um, Justice Society of America, 2006 run. He's in that. Really? Yep. Um, Green Lantern Earth One. Um, it's a graphic novel that presents a reimagined origin of Alan Scott um, in a more contemporary setting. Okay, um, so I think I realize what my problem is. Like when, you know, my text, my text messages, my... Thing was a little messed up, a little like Guardians of the Galaxy type deal. So my nephews were in my room while I was doing my like research. They were like sitting there talk, trying to talk to me about literally everything under the sun. So Including I think Including the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, they were trying to spoil the movie for me. Oh good. The new one? Yeah. It's on um Disney Plus. I Disney Plus now. Yeah, we need it. to watch it. You watched it? No. Oh. <laughs> don't, and, and I can. Don't get mad at me, <laughs> Spider Verse. <laughs> That's fair. I'm allowed. I should have watched it. Um, so, well, I'll talk about. Touch but you're on, a good friend. I'm gonna touch. I am, and you're a jackass. <laughs> um, I will touch on a couple of his powers: energy manipulation. He can channel the green flames energy to create constructs of solid light. The constructs can take various forms, limited only by his imagination, ma- imagination and willpower. Um, flight, enhanced strength. Energy absorption, he can absorb and redirect energy, allowing him to neutralize attacks or absorb power from other sources. Um, Healing, the green flame provides him a regenerative ability that enables him to heal from energies or injuries, sorry, faster than a regular human. And basically, he's immortal. Um, In some versions of the character's history, Alan Scott has been granted immortality or a significant prolonged lifespan due to his mystical nature, the mystical natures of his powers. Interesting. Now, would you like to talk about a suit? I didn't write it down because I've got, I've kind of just got it burned in my brain. You want me to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, I'd love for you to talk about it. Actually. Okay. Yeah. So he has this like red jumpsuit looking thing. Yep. He has a cloak. Yeah. He has a giant like train lantern on his chest. Mm-hmm. That's that, green. That now it, uh, you see why. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. really cool. And he also has this lovely hair. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's about to tell you the ten day forecast. Like he, <laughs> he looks like he came right out of the forties. Yep. Like it's clear to see, and he his cloak has a collar that's higher than um, <laughs> anything I've ever seen. You know what? You know, like if you had a dress shirt on and you pop the collar, higher than that. Like I remember there was an episode of Family Guy. Oh my! There God. was two people talking, and their collars were so high. Yeah, and that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And he's wearing, he's got this red jumpsuit in some variations, like tucked into like a green pair of pants. Oh, there's undies. You know, there he's wearing undies on the outside. Yeah. But that was like, that was the 40s. That was the 40s. Thing. That was like a, a cool thing it to do a, back because, then. Because of strongmen. That's what strongmen. Yeah. Like the strongmen that entered the competition. Exactly. And stuff, that's what they did. And that's what superheroes were based on at the time. Mm-hmm. That's weird. It is very weird. If you saw a guy walking around, right? Like, let's say we went to like Walmart. Yeah. And you were to see like a real, like a guy that you were like, man, that guy looks like he could. Like, Open a can. He's strong. He's he's Popeye. He's Popeye, right? <laughs> but he's got his 
Well, he's got underwear on the outside. Whitey tidies on the outside. Whitey tidies. I'm guessing. Whitey tidies. What do you say? You say whitey tidies or tidy whiteys? Tidy whiteys. Damn it. No, I think I say, no. I think I say whitey tidies. I say whitey tidies, dude. No, no, it's tidy whiteys. Just tidy whiteys. It's whitey tidies. Can we move on? No. Okay. No, no, we cannot. We're gonna settle this right now. Um, but yeah, that's basically. I mean, that's that's Alan Scott for you, man. Um, I could go into a little bit more. Uh, you know, I I, I really want to talk about how powerful he actually. I will is. say he's more powerful than I thought he was. Like way more powerful than I thought he was. Like he's a very very powerful person. How do you feel about how do you feel about this battle going into it? Well, before, like when, like when we like when we announced it last week. I was very confident. Mm-hmm. I was great. You weren't. You thought John Stewart was going to win too. Oh, absolutely. Because we said, I think we said it on the last on Friday's episode mm-hmm. that you said John Stewart was going to win. Yep. I'm not that confident anymore. Are you? Are you just messing with me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have. I've got a lot this of things. Guy, that, this guy can't. His weakness is wood. <laughs> I've got a lot of things I'm going to bring to the table. A lot. Alan Scott's weakness is wood. But. They're, it's he's a powerhouse, mm-hmm. a weirdly strong powerhouse. Yeah, that I don't like anymore. I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm excited about it though. I'm too. I think uh, you know, like like we're talking about, you know, before la- you know, when we were talking on Friday, we thought, you know, obviously John Stewart's gonna win. Now it's kind of up in there for me. What do you say about that? I agree. I. I want John Stewart to win for nostalgic purposes. I want John Stewart to win because he's got a crispy hairline. You know what I'm saying? I do. Are you looking at who we have next week? Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that here. We're going to talk about that on, on Friday. Friday. And would you like to go ahead and take us out, man? Well, before I do that. Yes, sir. If you like us, you like what we do here, you like hearing our battles and our origin stories, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button so we can keep making this awesome content for you. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, go give your local comic book source some love, tell them the Justice vs. Vengeance podcast sent you, and we will see you here again on Friday. Later.